This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, 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 everybody. My name is Doug and I love movies. This is Doug Loves Movies. It's Sunday, August 27, 2023. Kingsman, the Golden Circle of Friends with Benefits, a Wonderful Life, as we know it could happen to you only live twice in a lifetime, cop and a half Nelson of Rambo, part two, the roadhouse. Wait, part two for the roadhouse. Apologies. My guest today. See, that didn't, that wasn't too bad. My guests today are Guy Bradham, Caitlin Cook, and Ashley Ray. Hello, everybody. Hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Let's meet each of you individually and alphabetically so you know when it's going to be your turn. But it's by first name. Ooh. Returning to the show, host of the TV I Say podcast, it's Ashley Ray. 
Hi, I'm so glad Hello. to be back. Ah. Happy to have you back as we were discussing before the show started. I believe when you were on before you you uh, won your episode. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then you went on to a return appearance that didn't go quite as well. It, yeah, it didn't go my way. Uh, I'm I'm making up for a lot here, but I'm excited to be back. I'm excited. <laughs> and now you're, uh, yeah, you. I'm uh, hungry. I to, I'm hungry. <laughs> well, I wanted to ask. Um, also, though, are are things? Uh, do you have extra time to watch movies right now? Because, oh yeah, uh, <laughs> because of this damn strike. Because of the strike, yeah, with nothing coming out, I'm like finally catching up on things that came out forever ago. It's pretty nice. Did you uh, that Black Mirror? I'm, I'm just I'm just finding out about it. Good stuff. Oh, wow. Good stuff. <laughs> well, yeah, that's really good yeah. to just find out about because, you know, I don't know if this is a spoiler, but each episode is different. Yeah, you know, you know, sometimes sometimes I'm watching it and I'm like, I'm sorry, is this TV or real life? Am I watching a documentary or what's going on? <laughs> um, so yeah, so your your TV podcast, what it, it, it's basically now you are just mostly talking about like things you just didn't get to before, like Black Mirror. Yeah, you know, we're really celebrating a lot of reality TV right now, game shows, uh, <laughs> a lot of animated shows. Uh, but really, we're just taking the time to talk about the strike, how it's impacting writers. You know, it's it's a serious moment in the industry. So it feels good to really highlight the people who are who are trying to make the change happen. <laughs> well, I appreciate that because this show is not going to be serious for anybody. <laughs> And uh, but I do feel uh, the same way that you do about it. And uh, so I do bring it up every episode. I just don't I don't want to uh, anybody to feel like a, I've got some sort of cross to bear. The producers are terrible and the writers and the actors are not the end. Yes, the end. That's <laughs> what more do you need? Come on. One side is like the producers. They're the people who break your Netflix and make it cost more. And the other side, they're the people who make people funny and they make you laugh. It's pretty obvious here. Can you imagine like Netflix has a guy like at a desk and there's just a button and he just presses it every once in a while. And it just makes everybody's Netflix not work for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> we got to keep people hungry for this. We got to yeah. make them upset when they can't have it. You know, when they can't have it. Oh, they, they need that love is blind reunion. They need it bad. Oh, so badly. I was just dying the other day at how mad somebody got about how Dune 2 got pushed back. Oh, and they got I so mad that. and they put all their anger on the people that made Dune 2 and not the the producers. Yeah. And this was also you like know? someone who like reviews movies and stuff. So you would think yeah. they... They like were they love people who make movies, but they were just like, no, I can't. No. This is the last straw, Dune two. Dune that's two. the straw that broke the camel's six back. More months for part two in a film series that threatens to be endless. Yeah. <laughs> and I, I haven't even watched the first Dune, so <gasps> I, I'm very, very proud of you because thank it you, was a you. cultural phenomenon that passed me by. I didn't get it. I watched it. Um making her first appearance on the show and appearing. And when I say appearing, I think she's the only person who appears in the writing on the stall at the Soho Playhouse, September 6th to 23rd. It's Caitlin Cook. Hello. Thanks for having me. Was all of that accurate? Yeah. Uh, my my off-Broadway bathroom graffiti musical <laughs> is premiering <laughs> at Soho Playhouse. And it's a one-person uh, musical? 
Yeah, it's a one person musical. Um, it's set in a dive bar bathroom. Um, basically, I've been photographing bathroom graffiti for like 10 years. And about five years ago, I started turning all of the things I've been finding and photographing in bathrooms into the lyrics of songs um, that are then like projected behind me as I sing them. Um, so the whole show is like a look at bathroom graffiti, whether it's like men's versus women's stalls or like conversations with strangers, like people talking to each other on stalls. And it's just about like, um bonding with strangers and how people like have these mostly women I guess or I would know from that perspective but like have these intimate <laughs> bonding moments in bathrooms yeah no I think you're right about the women having that because I've I don't think I've ever had one um <laughs> so <laughs> you don't have to worry about us uh, well hey come to the show and there's your chance exactly <laughs> Uh, fine. You know, men are always, you know, really weird about women's bathrooms. Is yes. so? Is it a onesie or is there uh multiple stalls in this bathroom? It's a onesie. <laughs> Perfect. So you yeah. know, you don't, you don't, you don't have to hire a bunch of actors to constantly uh pretend to walk in on you or stand outside banging on the door. No, it's a onesie. <laughs> the audience is basically like my my friends who have come into the bathroom with me. Oh, perfect! I love yeah. it. Uh, it sounds super fun, and I, I I hope I get a chance to see it. It's it's basically like three nights a week for uh, you know basically September. At yeah, the it's Soho, Wednesday through Saturday, four nights. A yeah, week. Soho Playhouse. Yeah, where Fleabag was, and I'll just be up on stage telling uh, dick jokes and showing pictures of graffiti. <laughs> well, you know, I didn't see Fleabag, but I don't I don't, I don't think it was particularly. Uh, I thought it was raunchy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> Just making sure. Also joining us and returning to this show after his recent win at Dynasty Typewriter, it's Guy Branham. Hello, good to be here. <laughs> Thank you for being here. Uh, and that's so funny that I just said you wanted Dynasty Typewriter. That's where we were supposed to do the show. But uh, the uh, Western storm of the century... We got to a week ago. the quake it came together. And we did have the yeah, we had the quake and the and the storm at the same time. If there wasn't a strike going on right now, uh that whole situation would be a go project. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> it was so weird. But uh we'll be back at Dynasty Typewriter soon and uh hopefully Guy will be there. But um you know, if you decide to throw the game today because you don't want to keep coming back, I would understand. I mean, look, it's uh, a lot of intimidation. Ashley Ray is a great player. Uh, Corinne, I don't know, wild card. So I'm just trying to keep things focused. You know, Moneyball, Sabermetrics, just get, like, players on uh, bases. Yeah, I mean, you just met Caitlin uh, just now, right, for the first time? Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, so you don't know. She's 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 definitely a wild card. I'm excited about that. Have we met um, Caitlin? Um, What's that? Guy, I think you've been to my parents' house. <laughs> oh, what? oh, wow. Wow. Many, oh. many moons ago, I had Easy a party enough. after a show with Kyle Kinane and Sean Patton, and I think you swung by. Oh. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> See, these are the kind of mind games that guy is yeah. going to play today. Yup. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, that was really, you really came at him with the parents' house part. 
<laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's going to be a thing I remember. And then I'll just remember no movies. That's my plan for this. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, just be prepared to come. If guy's winning, just be prepared to play a mental game. Yes. <laughs> and uh, just try to bring down his game instead of uh, elevating your own. Uh, but before <laughs> before we play some games, uh, I'd like to do a segment I call Recommendation Nation, which is where I ask all three of my guests just to recommend uh, a movie. I mean, in this current climate, I'd prefer something that's, you know, not uh, current or up, you know, not upcoming, obviously, but, you know, not a big studio thing, you know, unless it's an old studio movie, because I guess we can't really, you know do anything about that but we're not supposed to be promoting stuff right now is my point mm. so with those rec with those parameters ashley have you got a movie that you'd like to recommend yeah yeah i want to i want to re recommend ghost world uh that's perfect yeah it's an old one i i recently was thinking about movies that made me uh pretentious as a child and that one was on the list so i think i want to recommend that one to people yeah, I love yeah. it. That's a great one. Uh, Thora Birch and Scarlett Johansson. Scarlett Johansson, Steve Buscemi. It's it's really good. Really, and... um, yeah. It's like the, it has that kind of mesmerizingly slow pacing, and everyone's very the characters are all very dry and soft spoken. Yeah, and you watch it, and... you get to feel like I get it. Like I get, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I get. And then, I, gets, I, I... <laughs> and then you go, you you're like, I I collect records now. <laughs> I collect rec and I want to I want to inspire that energy in people. <laughs> it's a movie that when people don't like it they get mad at it. Yeah. They're like mad that they're not under they're not understanding that world or feeling comfortable with it. That they don't get it. But if you if you get it then you get you know it's like the girls who don't know. Mhm. Mm I don't know though. I don't know about them. <laughs> uh but yeah, terrific choice. Uh coming at you strong, Caitlin. Yeah. Um, what would you I, like to recommend? I just saw this movie on a plane recently. Um, it's called Good Luck to You, Leo Grand. Oh. Um, I think it was based <laughs> off of a play. Um, but it's just like basically there are two actors. Emma Thompson is one of them. Um, and it's about an older woman who I believe her husband has passed away and she hires a sex, uh, like a younger male sex worker because she's like never had an orgasm before. And it's just like, it's this really interesting, I sort of love movies that are like set in one place, almost like a bottle episode. Um, and it's just this like discussion about sex work and pleasure and age. And um, I don't know, it's it's really interesting. It was a great plane movie. I think it would be good off of a plane as well. So I, re I recommend it. Well, how do you feel though? Uh, we'll talk about that movie in a second, but first I just wanna ask, how do you feel about uh, one environment situation, you know, like one setting movies that were kind of like devised that way because they were made during the pandemic did you were you okay with that or do you prefer ones that are more organic um i guess i like when there are like constrictions to what you have to do anyway like that i think the pandemic gave us that um yeah and like we sort of had to but i think it, it calls for like the dialogue has to be really well written and like the acting has to be really good and the stakes have to be really high and so like even though the pandemic gave us those constrictions if you couldn't sort of follow through on that then it was sort of a moot point i guess 
it was yeah those are those are those are all very difficult things to pull off all in one movie that was you know devised because you know the limitations were suddenly there um totally. just to go ahead and keep making stuff which is which is great and there was some really good stuff that came out of it but there sort of became a genre of like uh you know movies that uh were clearly made the way they were because of the the situation totally um which probably is kind of why I feel like the timing is such that uh, Leo Grand uh, did come out of that sort of environment, but was based on a play. And it's Emma Thompson, for crying out mm-hmm. loud. I yeah. mean, there was like Oscar talk and everything for her in that because, uh, you know, just her being in a whole, you know, in an entire movie, you know, pretty much in every scene, the two hander, if you will. I don't know. I can't speak for the guy who plays the other part. Who unfortunately not, none of us know his name though, right? <laughs> Daryl McCormick. Daryl McCormick. Really? And I only know because I just Wikipedia did. Oh, okay. Oh, All right. That, well, oh. be careful that sounds with like that the guy from The now, Walking Dead. Now everyone's gonna think you're cheating if you get anything right during the games. <laughs> only for only for this. It's your look. Then you're I'll doing put my research. phone away. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing about phones. It's just anytime a movie comes up or or you're trying to think of a movie, as long as you have some pieces of information, just being able to get it out on your phone is, uh, is great. And I, we have, you know, lots of times my guests have their like computer open. So that's why uh, they end up doing the research, doing the fact checking. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, you know, but- I had forgotten the name of this movie before this podcast. And so I literally Googled Emma Thompson. Oh, you looked it up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it's I'm not, glad that that came thing. up. That's the other thing that doesn't help the movie is the title. It's not. It's not the greatest title. No. Um, <laughs> but uh, it leaves you asking less questions than a title should. You know, it's more like you just like why this, why at all. Um, but uh, like I said, Emma Thompson, reason to see it. It's on my list. I definitely want to see that. That's great. Okay, guy. Um, I have been, uh, like last week on a Sarah Polly kick. I was at home with, or uh, like, uh, with my mom and my niece and I made them watch women talking and it was my second time watching it and just realizing another pandemic movie, but like just watching it and realizing how beautiful she managed to make a movie that takes place in a barn was really just astounding. Like there's so like it's just such a visual experience for something that is so static um i really loved it and it was really interesting you know my mom's in her 70s my niece is in her 20s and like coming out of that movie and them you know coming with such hard takes and hard opinions and it was uh, a, a great watch that said as a child who grew up on a farm do children play in the the crops that much no you don't play in the crops <laughs> that much because you'll end up hurting the tomatoes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, kids ruined our crop this year. Yeah. Yeah. We're not going to, we're going to have to really pinch our pennies because the kids were playing too much. <clears throat> well, that movie, I, I was astounded by it because, you know, putting it on felt like, okay, here we go. This is, you know, it's, Nominated for Oscars, so I'm going to watch it. It's I called really... Women Talking. It's a cliche. <laughs> it's a cliche of that women's movie. Yeah. Yeah. It just really did not invite me in, really. And I don't blame it. It didn't need to. But 
once I was watching it, it's, and it's so much more, manages to be so much more interesting than like, I've seen a lot of plays that are similar, but that once you have people in these old timey costumes, they also have to be like, you can't, you know, there's doesn't seem to be a person there a lot of the times. Well, and these just, ladies acted like it was such good acting. Claire Foy and Jesse Buckley out of 10 in a way that we <laughs> don't often get them. Fucking great. And also we learned that Jesse Buckley and Claire Foy can pull off American accents. So well, many possibilities. <laughs> I would love to see a cut of that movie where, you know, like just a scene, even just one scene uh, where they all just use their regular voices. Cause <laughs> there's a lot of accent hiding in that movie. And, uh, uh, and they're all great at it. It's pretty amazing. Uh, well, that's an excellent choice. These are three. I mean, I haven't seen one of them, but I'm guessing we have three excellent choices here. Thank you for these recommendations. And we're going to play some games right after the break. We'll be right back. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader. We are back and... The first game we're going to play today, uh, so computers off and cell phones down. The first game we're going to play, unless you're on one of them to do this, <laughs> is, um, or if you're just listening to the show, I guess you could cheat and look stuff up while you're listening to the show. Uh, the game we're going to play first is called The Little Search Engine That Could. <laughs> I Here's how this game works. I type a word into the search engine on the IMDb, the Internet Movie Database. And your job is to try to think of movies with that word in the title that might have popped up on that list. And I counted the top nine titles. And this is according to the, uh, you know, IMDb has its like, popularity algorithm running at all times and uh so this is up to date this is like as of yesterday or today and um i typed in the word we did hot recently because it was it still is but today i'd like to do the movie summer so you don't don't guess anything yet it's we we uh take turns it's gonna go ashley then caitlin then guy and you'll take turns naming movies with the word summer in the title i'll tell you where it ranked on the list if it did and then you get a corresponding number of points if you get the top movie on the list you get nine points all the way down to the ninth movie's worth one point after three rounds everybody gets three guesses after three rounds of that we total it up and determine a winner i hope that made sense yeah. Okay. Ashley, what's your first guess of a movie that has the word summer in the title? Wet Hot American Summer. I mean, sprung right to mind when we, yeah, were, uh, we played the word hot recently and it didn't <laughs> rank on the list of movies with hot in the title, which was shocking to everyone involved. But with the word summer in there, it's a different ballgame. 
and it comes in at number seven. Oh, I was you were on the board. Okay, I was so yeah, we were all hoping it would be higher. It deserves to be higher. It's a very funny movie, but uh, so you get three points for that. Okay, okay, okay. yeah. That that was kind of my ace in the pocket, but you know what? Uh, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> if our friend Sam Levine was here, he'd be enraged because, of course, he's the voice over. You know, he's the voice of the camp in that movie, and uh, so he's very uh, loyal to it. Um, Caitlin, have uh, you five hundred days? Five hundred days of summer. I mean, first of all, one of the few movies where there's a parenthetical at the beginning of the title. Mm. Oh, is that? Oh. It's always fun. Yeah, it's 500 mm. in parentheses days of summer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. I think is the official title. And it's number two on the list. Oh, damn. Eight okay. points for Caitlin. Hell yeah. Coming out of the gate strong, but you know, anybody could catch up with the right guesses, especially coming up with number one Guy Branham. Summer of Sam. <laughs> <laughs> apologies for laughing at that anybody listening who may have been a, a victim of that murderer uh, <laughs> <laughs> or relatives of such but yes uh, number eight on the list so that's worth two points so everybody in our first round managed to put some points on the board anybody comes up with number one that's gonna put them in the catbird seat <laughs> As they say, which I've never fully understood what the catbird seat is. I mean, it seems like a good seat. But uh, <laughs> um, what do you think, Ashley? Have you thought of another? Yeah, yeah. Summer movie? Uh, summer with Monica. Now, I don't want to give away whether it's on the list or not, but what's that? <laughs> it's a <laughs> Swedish movie by Ingmar Bergman. <laughs> oh, <right. laughs> That is called that has summer in the title <laughs> and could potentially be on the list. Okay. Oh my God. There's very rarely on the show do I have the, you know, a situation where someone is, their guess is too esoteric. <laughs> like you're too smart for what's happening here. There's um, like four movies with summer in the title. Come on. Well, I've got at least nine, as we've established. <laughs> But no, I'm sorry. Let me give you the sound effects. Can I do another? That one's not in the top nine. Or I mean, I I looked at uh, a while down the list, a ways down the list, and I don't know if I saw it because I I'm not familiar with that. Well, did you use IMDb Sweden? See that I should be. (laughs) Yeah, I would. I demand recounts. I should be more familiar with good old good old Iggy's work. All right, Caitlin. Uh. Uh, the long hot summer, the old Paul mm. Newman classic. Now, I have never had this happen this early in this game. That's the number one answer. What? And with oh. you an additional me? nine nice. points, it's impossible for what? anybody Jesus. to uh, surmount your total. <laughs> so you are a winner of this game. That's wild. Caitlin. I really thought I would. <laughs> Thank Fuck. you. I- Wow. I really thought I was going to fail this. I know no old movies except for old Paul Newman movies. <laughs> I'm starting to think maybe both of those titles just happen to be written on the bathroom wall where you are. But, <laughs> yep, um, yep. 17 whopping points. Yeah, we can't. We can't. <gasps> uh, nobody can hope to catch up, but let's let's keep playing just to see uh, 
see if anybody could think of these other four or five movies that have summer in the title. Guy, do you have another one? Uh, 1960s surf documentary, Endless Summer. Uh, that should be there, right? It's not, but it's it not. should be. Yeah. Uh, Ashley? Oh, the, the Timothy uh, Chalamet one, uh, Hot, Hot Summer Nights. <laughs> yes, I can't believe you went with Igmar <laughs> Bergman. Well, sorry, I didn't want to be so esoteric. I was trying over, to go mainstream. I know, but I'm saying on your last <laughs> guess, you could have. I mean, it wouldn't have changed anything, I don't think. But <laughs> but that came in at number nine. Uh, and, so that's worth one point. Uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, Chalamet, he's still not. I don't think he's uh, I don't think he's proven himself quite yet. I think he's a good actor, but, you know, uh, I think he's fun. He's a he's cute when he's in something. I'm like, oh, that's fun. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, it, I don't I, I can't imagine it ever getting better than Lady Bird. He was so that movie was so good. Oh, that's true. He was great in that one. <laughs> That'll always be my number one, Chalamet. And he's not in it that much. <laughs> okay. Uh, Caitlin, do you have another one? You big winner, you? Um, shit. Um, yeah, yeah, a chance like to was... show off. <laughs> I feel like there was like an old Freddie Prince Jr. summer. Oh, man. Uh, it was like you're, summer date. You're so, or like warm. Summer, you're so warm. Summer right catch? Now. Summer yes. catch? Summer catch. Wow, really? <laughs> yeah. Damn. <laughs> is that on the um, list though it's such a old 90s movie or early aughts i think yeah no he's like a baseball pitcher so i they but they didn't call it summer pitch and he um i guess the catch is the gets a girlfriend or mm. you know i don't know what their relationship ends up being at the end but yeah. jessica beale jessica beale, oh, jessica, I beale yeah. jessica parker yeah mm -hmm. yeah uh but anyway summer catch is not on the list it was close though i think it was like 10th or 11th or something like that uh for all the you know freddie prince completionists out there i mean freddie prince jr wait i swear the first freddie prince was a junior yeah oh maybe not maybe yeah, it was just freddie prince not. i think because yeah because <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, then this one he'd be like standing around the scooby-doo set going it's the third <laughs> <laughs> uh okay guy what's your um Final um, pick. Uh Catherine Hepburn vehicle summertime. Oh, any mm. Catherine any Catherine Hepburn vehicle is all right by me, but not on not the on list. The list. Oh. No. So I guess David Lean wasn't a good director. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh but uh there's some uh, weird ones on here. So let me go uh let me read from the bottom up the ones we missed. Uh, coming in at number six was a movie called Summer of 85. Oh. Yeah. And then this is a twist. At number five, Summer of 84. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah. Uh, these next two I thought were real gettable ones, but you just never you just never know with these things. Uh, number four is Summer School. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Yeah, with uh, Mark Harmon and 
a young man playing a character named Chainsaw. And then uh, um, it's like Kirstie Alley in that one. It's an amazing Kirstie Alley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm kind of upset with myself. I didn't get that one. Top of her game, Kirstie Alley. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, and I went Maximum, with the Ingmar Bergman. Come on. Yeah, you got to go with Summer School and Maximum Alley. Um, number three, Summer Rental. Oh. The great John Candy. Oh, uh... mm, indeed. So there you go. But Long Hot Summer, number one. That was an amazing pull, Caitlin. Very impressive. Because, uh, yeah. you know, other than Guy, people don't come in here. Oh, Guy and Ashley, actually, I was about to say, we actually have the three contestants that really uh, all probably were familiar with Long Hot Summer. Um, so congratulations to everybody for being so amazing. And, um, Caitlin gets to go first in our next game that we will play right after this break. We'll be right back. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly, patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. We're back and things are going great today. How is everybody doing all right so far? Yeah. Woo-hoo. Yeah. Yeah, I was it's, in, it's, until Caitlin cleaned our clocks. Yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, feeling embarrassed, feeling, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't it's worry, true. I'm it's... pretty sure I'll fall flat on my face for this round. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever you say, Caitlin Cook, the clock cleaner. <laughs> That's my name. Don't worry. Don't That's worry. your whole name. We didn't say mm-hmm. the full name at the beginning. Uh, didn't want to intimidate everybody. But uh, so the order flips around. So it's going to go uh, Caitlin, then Ashley, then Guy for this game. And it's a game that I call weird algorithm let me explain (laughs) i'll (laughs) i'll name a motion picture and three actors who were uh you know basically the top three build actors in the film and what i've done with each of these titles kind of like that last game is i entered them into imdb and you can take the cast list of any project and reorder the names by popularity according to IMDb's star meter. Very, very nasty thing to do, but kind of fun if you want to, you know, if you want to see who's really popular in a movie. So what I've done is put titles of movies in. And so I will give you, starting with Caitlin, I'll give you uh, the name of the movie and the top three build people. Then you have to guess who would really be in the top three. Is it any of those three that I suggested? Or could it be somebody else that you have to think of uh, on your own? Mm. But everybody gets to hear the guesses of each other. So in fairness, uh, we'll take turns going first. We'll be a different person going first each time. But then also, uh, you can share answers. You can have the same answer as somebody else. You just will end up getting the same amount of points if it ends up being correct. 
the uh, top name from the movie gets three points, second name gets two, and third gets one. Fourth, nothing. And every number beyond, you don't get anything. Caitlin, are you ready? I'm ready. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I hope people listen to the show fast forward through that part. Uh, if if they already if they already know the rules, like can you imagine like them coming out of the beginning of Jeopardy and explaining how it works every episode? Yeah, I would definitely. Like, skip yeah, that. we've heard that. We know how it works. Let's go. Okay. <laughs> uh, the first film, it was on a. Uh, you could see it in a place that we, I'm loath to mention at this point in time because we're striking against them, but the motion picture. Okay, I can't blame the actors or the person, the director who made this movie or the writers. Uh, it's called Don't Look Up. And it stars Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Meryl Streep, amongst others. Hmm. Caitlin, who from that motion picture do you think would be the most popular today? I'm going to say Leo. You're going Leo DiCaprio? Yes. Solid choice. He gets top billing in the movie and I guess is essentially the main character. Ashley, what do you think? Uh, this is one, This is a movie I've seen and I gotta go Leo because he's the main character. He's the main guy. So, yeah, I'm gonna, same answer. Okay. You know, you can always have a different answer to somebody else later on. It's all very strategic. Okay, yeah, yeah. But I, yeah, he's the okay. main guy. So we won't lock you in quite yet because we got to hear from Guy because <laughs> he's probably got some theories. Uh, I do have some theories. I'm going to go with Jennifer Lawrence because I think she's probably working off of residual searches from that rom com she was in and people have not um, quite gotten excited about Flower Moon yet. I mean, Leo is like one of the biggest stars of our time, and I can't remember who all of our fun cameos are in that movie. But I'm gonna I'm say, gonna I'm gonna say, oh, there are a lot of cameos in that. Jennifer Lawrence. Okay. Now, after that, it's in, inspired an impassioned speech on behalf of J Law, who, by the way. Uh, I think it would be great in a comedy. I have nothing against it. I'm, I'm sure I'll enjoy it. But that title, I can't, I can never remember what it's called. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, don't, it's don't. It's so touch. generic. <laughs> yeah. It's just so like, hey, watch out for that. You know, I mean, I mean, no it's regrets. not too far off from yeah, don't look up, yeah. actually. <laughs> um, okay. So uh, what do you think, uh, Caitlin? You, you, you want to lock in Leo or are you having other uh, thoughts and opinions. I, I still think it's Leo. Okay. Same for you, Ashley. You know, Guy had a lot of good points there, but I I still am going to lock in Leo. Although I, there, I do think, to, I forgot Timothy Chalamet is in that, but I'm still locking in on Leo. He's the main, <laughs> he's the main guy, so I'm, I'm going to stick with that. Okay. That's fair. Um, Let's let's go to the results. We got two Leos and one Jennifer. And just out of curiosity, I often write down more than just the top three. And in this case, uh, the person who came in fourth was the aforementioned Timothy Chalamet. Oh, my guy. My guy. Yeah. He's, <laughs> you know, he's sort of hot right now. Um, 
And then even though any movies he has coming out anytime soon, he's not going to be able to go anywhere to promote. So it's, it's really, it's really rough on everybody all around. Yeah. yeah and they're pushing Dune too. So it's just right. Well, that's the tough. thing is he's, you know, he's just sitting waiting to like, he can't wait to do interviews about what it's like to pretend to be standing around in sand <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> with a weird thing in your nose that from some angles looks like a Hitler mustache. I'm just saying. Okay. Number three is a good old Meryl Streep who's you know always showing up in things everywhere and is always so great and then uh number two worth two points uh for ashley and caitlin is leonardo dicaprio Uh, and guy this is gonna flip your switch because it's timmy no a a cameo people forget about carrot top was in the film <laughs> and I am kidding. It's Jennifer Lawrence, number one. Uh, Jennifer okay. Lawrence, uh, worth a, a whopping three points. So, guy is one point has a one point lead after the first round, but anything can happen as we move forward to round two. It's starting with this time, we'll start with Ashley and then go to Guy and then to Caitlin. The very first. Guardians of the Galaxy from 2014, part one, starring Chris Pratt, Zoe Saldana, Dave Bautista. This is a interesting one. What do you think, Ashley? The first person again, it was... Uh... Pratt. Pratt? Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Okay. I see I'm I'm I feel like I, I did not see this one, so I feel like there's probably some some people that I'm not thinking of, but I just I'm gonna go Pratt, Chris Pratt number one. Did you see two or three? Or just miss uh, the entire I trilogy? I think I don't think I've done any of the Guardians of the Galaxy. They pop in they pop up in other things, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, you got to you got to see them if you're going to watch like Endgame and if, uh, Infinity War um uh, and then probably a couple other things different sometimes one or two of them the guardians will pop up. Yeah, um, yeah, they they pop up. Uh oh there's like well that Groot he's he's the, just a tree guy so that would count. So uh Right, but he's a, his voice is a famous person. Oh, would that put him in the t- that like a bit like a famous enough voice that you're talking top or uh well i don't know where how do you feel about uh where you do you know, think vin, yeah. vin diesel's at these days you know what i okay 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 <laughs> i didn't know who did the voice vin diesel okay, yeah well yeah. there was like a new like a new movie with the the car people but you know i'm gonna stick with chris pratt <laughs> <laughs> Because I feel like I feel like people always say he leads the whole thing. Uh, that didn't work for me last round, but I'm gonna hope it works this round. Okay. Well, we'll see if you uh, change your mind as we uh, find out what uh, you know what everybody else is thinking. Uh, Guy, what do you think? Uh, I think the answer is Bradley Cooper. Um, there's a like Glenn Close and Bradley Cooper. I think are the two people who have the most potential, but there is. You know, with the iconic old ladies, there is a big drop off after Meryl Streep. Um, and so I think it's probably not Glenn, um, but Bradley Cooper, he works. So I'm going to say Bradley <laughs> Cooper. Yeah, yeah, he's the voice of the uh, uh, rocket, uh, the raccoon. And um, 
that's what his character is called, despite the fact that his character is constantly telling people what he is or isn't. Um, but voiced by Bradley Coops. And here's the weird thing. I heard that Bradley Cooper also put on a fake nose for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> he's just in the recording booth and he's like, yeah, but I like to have the, you know, I have a little raccoon nose, little whiskers. Um, okay. What do you think, Caitlin? Oh, I'm so torn between the two. Um, but so I think they were both like shifts in their career to being like much bigger stars at this point. Um, and I feel like Bradley was bigger. I'm, I'm going to, I'm still going to go with Chris Pratt. I think. Yeah. Okay. So we got uh, Caitlin's going with Chris Pratt and Ashley, you're still sticking with Chris Pratt. You know, actually, now that I know Bradley Cooper had an, a voice role in it, you know, he's, he is, he's getting a lot of news for this fake new for this fake nose. He's really yeah. getting a lot of clicks. So I'm going to change it to Bradley Cooper. People don't like Chris Pratt as much. So I, he's kind of fallen off a bit. So I'm going to go Bradley Cooper. Okay. I got a switched. Yeah. Uh, switch decision here. Um, Guy, what are you, you, you're sticking with Bradley? A hundred. Yep. <laughs> and uh, Caitlin, oh, you still man. liking, you still liking uh, Mr. Pratt? Uh, all right. Fuck it. Let's go Bradley. You guys have convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, win or lose, that changes nothing. But uh, that's part of the fun of this game, I think. Uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um, it's number six is where Vin Diesel fell. I thought that was interesting. Uh, Chris Pratt's number five, so you're right about that, Ashley. Oh, nice, nice. Number four is a gentleman who I keep waiting to... I mean, I know he's been in a lot of popular things and he's a good actor and he's popular, but I keep waiting for him to really blow up. He was my favorite thing in uh, Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. His name is Lee Pace. Oh, oh lovely mm. Pace. Yeah, he is great. Um, and then uh, number three was Zoe Saldana. Um, similar billing to what she actually got. And then number two, as Rocket, Bradley Cooper. Mm. Bradley Cooperman. And um, number one, this one's a surprise, but she's also a terrific actress who holds down a really uh, interesting, her character has an interesting arc in the three movies, and that's uh, Karen Gillan, who plays Nebula. Oh. Who you have seen Nebula if you saw Endgame and uh, Infinity War. She's a really uh, mean-seeming person with the purple and blue face i never would have known that yeah. person yeah. That. <laughs> oh, she's also married to she's married to um nick from britannic if you guys know that sketch group oh really uh -huh. oh yeah good deal yeah uh, <laughs> all right so that didn't change anything uh in terms of the overall points <laughs> guy is still one ahead and we go into our third and final round with uh guy going uh first on this one and it goes like this. It's a motion picture called Nocturnal Animals, starring Amy Adams, Jake Gyllenhaal, and Michael Shannon. Mm -hmm. Two of which are at least, I think two of them are nominated for Oscars for that. I think. I know, I, I know Michael Shannon was, and I think Amy was too. And she steps out of her house, she gets nominated, you know. 
just today I watched a video on YouTube about um her elusive Oscar. And I wish that that had prepared me for this more or had given me more information about nocturnal animals. Um, <laughs> um, I feel like, um, yeah, I mean, this has got to probably have like famous people cameos in it. Also, this was like the second thing that Tom Ford directed, right? Or am I mm-hmm. right? No, that's uh, right. Um, so it's going to have hot guys in it. Um, but I'm gonna just <laughs> say Amy Adams because I can't think of anything better. Okay, well, we'll see what everybody else has to say, and maybe that'll uh spark something. Caitlin, ooh, Amy Adams or Jake Joan Hall? Didn't Laura Lenny make some kind of cameo in this as well? Mm-hmm. I don't remember her being in it, but she could have been, mm. she definitely could have been, but I don't remember her being in it. Uh, it's a weird movie because it. It's a weird movie. You know, yeah. Amy Adams, her character. It's like almost like it's weird. She's like obsessed with movies that are two stories at once because she was in Julie and Julia, of course, Guy Branum's. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. You know, favorite, and uh, we learned that at the Benson movie interruption recently, <laughs> where where that movie was an option to be watched, and Guy was really uh, cheering for it, but it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but that, but the. You know, just like how that goes back and forth between Amy and Meryl's stories, you know, and they never intersect really. Uh, Nocturnal Animals is Amy Adams is a, a author, so it's his sto- her story about what's going on in her life, but it intercuts with uh, a book she wrote, like the story in a book. Right. So you're watching yeah, a, yeah. a story within a movie where the story within the movie, you're, the whole time you're going, well, none of this matters. This doesn't affect the the people that are actual people, these people are all fictional. <laughs> but the fictional people were all more interesting. So it's a it's a weird movie. <laughs> yeah. Um, and apparently nobody's seen it. I can't believe I, I, like, I picked three people who background. haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I've never seen this. No idea. All right. So Caitlin, who'd you go with? Uh I'm gonna go with Amy, I think. Okay. Yeah. And that leaves uh, Ashley still hasn't weighed in. Yeah, yeah. I uh... yeah, I'm gonna go with Amy. I feel like Amy Adams is always in something. She's always popping. She's in a, <laughs> a hotel commercial. She's doing things. And I feel like Jake, he's he's pretty quiet. Like Where I don't hear he much. Been? Where's he been? You know, I the last I heard, he was complaining about some movie he didn't get to make. So I'm gonna go with Amy. <laughs> Yeah, poor Jake got uh, snaked on uh, whose story was it? Uh, yeah, the one that uh, that Bradley Cooper's doing. Oh, uh, oh, oh Bernstein, uh, yeah. Leonard Bernstein. Oh, <laughs> yeah, Jake Gyllenhaal <laughs> wanted to do it and didn't get to. So yeah, and now now he's like sitting around going, and I would have just done. I would just gone with my regular nose. Jake Jake Gyllenhaal, like legally Jewish, he wouldn't have needed any prosthetics at no, all. Yeah, he would. I, no, he just I, I mean, I'm on his side up. here. Worked with what the Lord gave him. But the weird thing about Bradley Cooper, though, is his nose is fine. Like actors' noses don't have to look exactly like the the character. There, you know, even in a biopic, it could just be similar enough. He's still not going to look like the guy because we're still looking at Bradley Cooper. It's almost like yeah. a structural social issue was impacting what was <laughs> happening. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh my goodness. Okay, so <laughs> Nocturnal Animals, everyone wants to say Amy Adams, so I want to give everybody a chance to 
to uh, change it up if they want to, to Jake Gyllenhaal or Michael Shannon. And this is an unfortunate one because uh, if you haven't seen the movie, uh, that that is uh, makes it hard to pull any other uh, names. Um, so let's go back to guy who will win this thing with one point if everybody stays with Amy Adams. So I guess you're you're fine with staying with Amy then, guy. Yes. yes. <laughs> and uh, Caitlin, what do you think? You want to take a bold move of some kind, or do you want to stick with Amy? Uh, I think I'm going to stick with Amy. Okay, and Ashley. Uh, I'm going to stick with Amy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I appreciate that you couldn't be talked out of it, but uh, Amy didn't even crack the top three. Oh, dang! Wow. Oh. Yeah. Our boy Jake Gyllenhaal got the third uh, spot. He got one point. And then, like, that's how the movie's, like, kind of a... It felt like a dream to me. Like, I don't even remember what he played in it. But great actor. He's even been on Douglas movies. Michael Sheen oh. is uh, oh, number yeah. two. Oh, oh I guess uh, he, he just had a show come out or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah another okay. season of that show that he's... Uh, good Omens, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, uh, less said about that, the better. And then... But he's great. And then uh, this is a really interesting one. Number one is Aaron Taylor Johnson. Oh, oh. if I know he was in this. Oh, my goodness. He's so good in it. He's in, he's in the fictional part. And so is Michael mm-hmm. Shannon. And here's the crazy thing is Michael Shannon got nominated for an Oscar and Aaron Taylor Johnson got nominated for a Golden Globe. And then, and uh, but both didn't get nominated for the either, which was kind of strange. But he's uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, such a good actor. Um, and um, I think he's number one right now because they're tossing around that he might be the next James Bond. Mm. Oh, yeah, well, and the, yeah, uh-huh. and I know the TikTok kids are obsessed with him, there's always all the press about you know, how he needs to divorce his wife and marry someone. Oh, right. Else. No, yeah. he's got he's got a Macron-style wife, right? She's like 23 uh-huh. years older than him. Yeah, yeah. And has, like, known him since he was, like, a kid. And the... the it was like his TikTok, acting teacher, basically. Yeah, the TikTokers don't like that. <laughs> They're against that one. I'm sure they don't. I mean, it's just a much older person who is in a position of authority over him, Ashley. <laughs> I was say I am with them. I'm on I'm on their side here. I'm one of the TikTokers. I'm every day I'm out there. <laughs> uh well, there you go. It's a real nail biter, but guy, you pulled it off again. You won today by one point. And uh, congratulations. You get to do uh, your plugs first. What would you like to plug? Um, I would like to plug all of my socials at Guy Branham. Um, and on September tw- uh, 13th, I'm going to be doing Jenny Yang show. Wherever Jenny Yang show is, I forget, but it's on September 13th. I'd go to Jenny Yang's <laughs> socials <laughs> and find out where her show is. I, I mean, I've got a guess, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's my guess. Is, is it Sinusy Typewriter? Um, I mean, probably. Find it wherever it is. It could be uh, Lyric Hyperion. It could be... What are some of the other venues that these things are going on in? It could be uh, Permanent Roadhouse Records. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, um, but anyway, that's my forum? guess. Sinusy Typewriter. Yeah, the Forum. She might be at the Great Western Forum. Is that what you said? 
Oh, it's a dynasty typewriter. You were right, Doug. Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, dynasty typewriter is going to be back. Uh, I mean, I'm going to be back at dynasty typewriter on September 10th with another uh, Benson movie interruption. Am I interrupting your plugs guy? Did you get them all in? I got all of my plugs in. All right. Are you busy this Thursday night? Um, I'm not busy this Thursday night. I don't oh my think. God. Do you want to drive all the way down to Brea? <laughs> um, sure. <laughs> all right. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll take a maybe right now and I'll, I'll, uh, check with you, uh, uh after the show, but, uh, yeah, we're doing Douglas movies uh, Thursday night at, uh, the Brea Improv, and I, I held a seat for whoever would uh, win today in case they wanted to come awesome. uh, participate. So we'll talk to you more about that later. Uh, Ashley Ray, thank you for coming back to the show and bringing your smart movie brain with you. Yeah, I, I'm glad I could come back. You know, I, I lost again, but I feel <laughs> brave about the answers that I shared. So. <laughs> I think your your answers were terrific. Hopefully, you know, people will check out uh, some of the movies that you uh, mentioned, especially Ghost World. Yeah. Um, and, and Summers uh, well, with Monica, the 100th movie ever made with Summer in the title. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's quite a few. Um What's going on with the, your summer as far as what, what can people see you do or where can they see it? Where, where do they? Oh, uh... Uh, yeah. Just follow me on all my social channels at the Ashley Ray. I'm posting all my shows there. Uh, I will be at the Elysian in L.A. on September 18th, uh, hosting a show for Field, the dating app. Uh, I also have an album coming out this fall, my debut album, Ice Cream Money. Uh, you can check it out wherever you stream music uh, and listen to comedy uh, this fall. So. <laughs> right on. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Caitlin, yes. Caitlin Cook, September, Soho Playhouse. Yes, please come to my off-Broadway debut of my uh, one-woman uh, bathroom graffiti musical. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, the first three weeks of September, Wednesday through Saturday, and then I'm going to be touring it around the Midwest and West coast in the fall before I film oh, it. Oh, great. Can you come back when you're going to do that and, and promote it again? Absolutely. That'd be so fun. Oh, great. Um, and then if you're not in a city that I'm coming to or not in New York to see the off-Broadway run, you can follow me. I post, um, clips of the songs and stuff. Uh, oh, cool! At the Caitlin Cook on all social media platforms. Are they going to uh, put a bunch of fun graffiti all over the restroom walls at the Soho Playhouse? Uh, we're going to try to do that. <laughs> Plus, um, I have like a a board um, that's like sort of like a step and repeat that people can um, write things oh, on right. and then yeah, take photos great. in front of. Yeah, oh, I love it. That's so fun. Yeah, yeah. It's like come for the show, stay for the crapper. <laughs> uh, you know, you yep. could say that to all the social in uh, media influencers that need to get pictures and situations like that. Exactly. Um, <laughs> well, thank you very much, uh, Caitlin. You're a great first time guest. And like I said, we, uh, excited to have you back uh, when you're about to go on tour with your show and and uh, break a leg, as they say. And uh, all of my dates are at douglasmovies.com. And thanks once again to Guy Branham, Ashley Ray, and Caitlin Cook. And uh, I close every line with the last line from a movie. And this one is Orson Welles. I won't try to do an impression, but this is the last line of uh, The Long Hot Summer. As always, 
oh, I like life, Minnie. I like it so much, I might just live forever. <laughs> now it's time for Doug to watch another talkie. Eyes of gold, his viewing prowess makes him cocky. There's no room in his heart for you, cause Doug loves movies. Look around. You can find cars like these on Auto Trader, like that car riding right your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on Auto Trader too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on Auto Trader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on Auto Trader. Just you wait. Auto Trader.